Hello and welcome everyone to the 8-Bit Aftermath podcast. This is episode two. Um, I am Grant and with us today we have... Stefan. And Rob. All right, cool. And this is going to be our first kind of podcast off the rails a little bit. We don't know what the hell we're doing, but we chose some agenda items. We're just going to kind of go with the flow. Uh, If anyone happens to be listening in, it looks like we've got a viewer here for the live session. So uh, if you have any questions while we're going along, feel free to ask. Um, But Stefan, I think you're going to start us off today. Yeah, so I wanted to start out by talking about this, uh, this starting multiplayer beta. It came out last night. Uh, I'm going to be playing it for the second time tonight. Uh, it seems to be pretty legit. Do you guys play Stardew Valley at all? Have you guys played this game? Uh, I get very OCD with it. I know I'm like just spend hours upon hours just picking up like all like the little grass patches until my guy passes out. And then I get frustrated that I have to go eat food and sleep. So I end up just working over and over and over cleaning out his farm until I get bored and stop playing. Okay, did you ever play the other farming games like uh like Harvest Moon or anything like that? Yep. Long time okay. ago. What what about you, Rob? Have you ever played these games before? Yeah, man. I played Stardew Valley. Uh I'm gonna be honest though, uh, I didn't play it as much as I liked. Uh, I think I got lost at some point and couldn't find my way back. So I obviously didn't invest too too much time in it if i couldn't get back to where i was i got like hung up in some weird uh woods right at like i knew i was right outside my farm but i don't know that's the extent of my experience that sounds like a really extensive uh back uh, just a uh, brief history of uh my (laughs) my encounter the game no like i went back and forth to the city a few times and was like you know gathering up and making quests and so on but then yeah i didn't play it too in depth so i do think that game would benefit from multiplayer having someone who is super super into it the same way that i would never play like terraria alone um i think that for me stardew valley would really benefit from having that extra person you know kind of driving saying let's do this let's you know go here and bouncing ideas off each other so that's that's true that's true i think terraria benefited a lot because like had you had you played terraria before we had played through it or is that your first experience with it i i never i mean we trucked through the game i never um i never did all that stuff like alone or with anybody else i uh definitely like tinkered around and like dug down and messed around and fought you know basic minions but i never did any like boss fights so okay yeah i mean the the Stardew valley multiplayer beta is pretty much the the single player game so if you're looking for new content here it's not really uh like an expansion per se it's basically the exact same game but with two people playing it at the same time you share a farm everything's cooperative all that good stuff well then i guess i i just don't even need to do it you can tell by my extensive history with the game and how much time i put in I didn't even experience the game, so absolutely I could benefit. Sarcasm for for everyone out there that they didn't get that from my <laughs> awesome summary of the game. Yeah, uh, I have a friend who who's super into Stardew Valley, and we've we've played this game before. Like I've played it solo, and she's played it. She's played it way more than I have. Uh, but it was nice to have someone 
like who had played the game previously to be like guiding me through it because I was like in fall or something like the middle of fall and I was playing on on Twitch and she was watching and she was like hey uh, see that little piece of dirt thing that was moving go ahead and hit that with your hoe and I did and like a, a little yeah. relic popped out of the ground and I was like oh shit like this whole thing that this whole mechanic that was never explained to me that I've gone like almost 30 hours without seeing was brand new to me so interesting she shouldn't talk about herself that way but i mean yeah, that aside <laughs> yeah 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 the hoe joke i heard i heard <laughs> her about it uh, uh if they could just add multiplayer to subnautica now and the surge then would be very happy yeah i don't think that's ever happening i think you can give up on that pipe dream they've said before that like adding multiplayer onto that game they have to like rebuild the whole game so oh but they should it's so good <sighs> I don't know. I never made it very far in Subnautica. I actually ended up refunding it because, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm shit at that type of game, but, like, I couldn't understand it. I ended up running out of water because I couldn't figure out how to get the silicone sacks. Apparently, they were, like, these tall seaweed things, and they were, like, attached to the seaweed, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not smart enough at that game. I couldn't find them. I never found them. I found the tall seaweed, never found the crafting material, so I quit the game. Oh, my Rage God. Because I'm bad at the game. So who knows? Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah. What, I, what is actually? I, well, I have one more thing to to add. I do recall back when um, Stardew Valley. I don't know if it how long it had been out, but I definitely remember literally every time seeing Stefan like for hours on end. It would just say fishing in Stardew Valley. <laughs> It says what the person's doing. I I don't know how I saw it, um, I, but I'm having distinct memory that like that's all he was ever doing. Or maybe no, I would like tag in and like view, um, his like friend stream oh, or God. whatever, and like he was. Story changing just, now. Oh no, it doesn't hold up in the court it's of law. Fake news. <laughs> but no, I definitely remember him spending a lot of time fishing. I did. I love fishing in all games. Every game I can, I love to fish. And Stardew Valley has like a whole fishing mini game that you can sell fake. all your fish and you have to collect all of them. Not fake news. Real um, news. Not, not fake news. Real news Rob is what they call me. What about, have you guys ever played To the Moon? Nope. Really? I know of it. I know of it. But I watched I played it. Actually, wait, that's a lie. That's like, a, that's like an 8-bit game, right? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of yeah. looks like Stardew Valley. It's really good. I, 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 I watched... remember that. I watched PewDiePie, Pewdie, Pewdie, Pewdie Boy, uh, play that all the way through. Actually, yeah, I think it takes like maybe like two and a half, three hours. It's like very much worth the playthrough, though. Um, I think there's some sequels too. I haven't checked them out yet, but they're pretty good. I don't know. The graphics reminded me of that. Cool. I feel like we need to like go more gracefully into other topics. I don't really know how yeah. to do that. Yeah, I mean, this I think is where I you think that the sponsor. I think that I think that comes from having an agenda, which is what I talked about earlier, and also oh. like we posted links into a chat room. That's an agenda. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. You know, sometimes it's hard to segue into new topics when there's no more to talk about. There's no more to talk about. Okay, so we'll pivot to games that we're excited about. Uh, I was super, I don't know about you guys, but there are two games that were on my radar coming up. One was the Dark Souls remaster on Switch for the first one. Uh, I played the absolute death out of Dark Souls 1. Like, I memorized the lore. I've beaten the game, like, 
I've done multiple challenge characters where like I restricted myself to only using the great scythe. I had one where I couldn't level up past level four. Uh, like I beat the absolute death out of the game, and I was really excited for that, and then only to learn that it had been delayed. So oh, that was a real. It, the the Switch remaster got delayed, but the one for PS4 and Xbox One are still coming out. Uh, is there May is there 20th, a PC release 20th. too? They're they're doing a PC release where they're basically if you have Prepare to Die edition, they're upgrading you, like where you can, oh. uh, you can purchase like a dis like they're not upgrading you, but you can purchase like a discounted upgrade. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I wish they would just give me the new game. Like, why didn't they just give me the remastered version? Didn't they do that with Bioshock? Like why didn't why couldn't they do that with this too? Uh, maybe they wanted more money. I own the game on I no, own the game I on PC on separate. PS3. Skyrim did that, but also then they came out with Skyrim VR, which they didn't give to you. No, full fifty dollars. Well, Skyrim Remastered only they only gave that to you if you bought the special edition or whatever. Yeah, then they gave yeah. you the remaster. Or game I was of the pleasantly year. surprised and got me back into it for a little bit. Oh, Cube here said, yeah, they gave Bioshock Remastered for free to owners. Yeah, I remember Rob talking about that because I was upset that I had to buy oh. it for the Xbox. That was back when I put my computer through water. Yeah, I've played more Bioshock Remastered than I have the original. Which is, I'm behind. I, this This whole podcast is going to make me have to get up to speed on games that I know are really good, but haven't because I wanted to play them from their originals, you know, to the current and then I lose track. Kind of like The Witcher, we had a conversation about that. Like, I decided just to skip and play um, the second one and skip the first one. First one, didn't age, first, one, first one didn't age very well. No way, don't cheat yourself out of The Witcher 2. It's a masterpiece. Don't listen to... Don't listen uh, to three is the best, though. Three, three is a great game, for sure, but Witcher 2 is a, is a fantastic game that you should not cheat yourself out of. But anyway, so that was my first one. I don't know if you guys are big Dark Souls fans. I know that I was trying to get you into it, Rob. You kind of, I bought it for you and spent all that money in love, and then you played it for a little bit and then got upset and left because you got butthurt. <laughs> we got invaded. Oh, my gosh. That is you know, You know, everyone's going to start to see a trend with me already, and this is episode two. I don't like this. I don't oh, like it you one never, bit. You never finish a game? You never- no. And, th- and there was a... Hey, uh, how's Final Fantasy coming along, guys? Actually, I I just played that the other day, and I'm oh, enjoying it quite a oh, bit. Yeah, oh, no. so I haven't beat it yet, but I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful, <laughs> and I'm running around, and it's great. <laughs> and that'll actually probably be the next game that I beat. But as far as Dark Souls is concerned, it was annoying that we couldn't progress with the story because we were waiting on every time <laughs> some real person joining in and they weren't even like really fighting us they were doing some cheat roll around like just exploiting the combat system in that game and it was really really annoying because they had newer stuff they were hitting us with those twink characters you know how it be exactly and but i think we discovered that one of us had the like the world open and we can close that off for when we were tagging into the other person's world so Maybe next time we revisit it, we don't have to worry about it as much. We weren't open to like the whole world or whatever. You can I don't just know get how that good too. You just get good. I mean, that we was the problem. We beat a few people. So, anyway, so you you never you never finish any thoughts here, Rob. Uh, you said that the viewers are going to notice a trend with you. Well, what is this trend? 
I thought it was transparent, the fact that I'm like, yeah, there's all these games and they're a lot of fun, but I, I don't follow them through all the way through because it's overwhelming to go through all of Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 when it's such a big world. Such a big world indeed. Uh, I think the problem is is that you went and got one of those girlfriend things and that takes up too much of your time to when you could be playing video games, obviously. Uh, I don't think that has much to do with anything because I have had The Witcher for years and Bioshock for years and I I'm just, just when I usually get on, um, I would say if anything, the biggest thing and my the most enjoyment I get is playing with other friends, and it's usually, hey, want to get on and play this? And that's usually a non-linear, non-progression-based multiplayer game, and so that's where most of my time is definitely spent. Yeah. So, anyways, my two one ones it was that, and I'm really excited for this new Pillars of Eternity. Deadfire. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if you guys played Pillars of Eternity, but I used to play Dungeon Dragons growing up, and Pillars of Eternity is pretty legit. So I like, uh, apparently, I like, yeah, I I definitely like Pillars of Eternity, but then like I feel like as second I start taking a break and like go without a week without playing the game, then I'm completely lost and lose interest. <laughs> it's definitely a a lore heavy game that you have to be spending a lot of time in, but I feel like that's the same for most types of classic RPGs like that. Uh, but the second one is apparently supposed to have like a fully voiced game. Like the first one, they only voiced certain characters, but this one's supposed to be fully voiced. I don't know if you guys are interested in classic RPGs like that. that if that's just me, if it's fully voiced. That's that's way more compelling to me. I enjoy them, and I know Grant loves lore, so I'm surprised to hear that he didn't follow through on that game. Grant, Grant likes lore; he just can't remember lore all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I definitely remember being very much into that game for the day that I played like what ten hours solid. Yeah, you just got to be into that type of thing. So, are you guys excited for any upcoming games? I don't, I don't know. You I mean? Well, I guess E three is right around the corner. You guys are hoping to see anything? Mm. Last of I Us two really is the only big thing on my radar. I'm excited for that. Um, and Grant made me play that game. <laughs> that was probably the last. I think that's the last game I actually completed, start to finish, in like a really reasonable amount of time. That was like. A week or two weeks maybe yeah. of yeah, it was playing good. it for an hour to three every night or so but yeah I'm, I'm definitely excited for the next installment there i think we're at a weird time for video games in general just like tech and that like they've done some like hd like cpu compute refreshes to everything but it, it's not so much talk about next gen anymore that was the big topic coming from xbox and PS3 to 360 and PS4 was like next gen graphics, next gen this, and like they're still they were still pumping out good stuff on 360 and good stuff on the original Xbox One, um, fully leveraging like the the power of those. And so it's interesting to see that they're in kind of a stalled phase as far as consoles are concerned. If that makes sense. How how are consoles stalled? What do you what do you mean? Like it's incremental. Like there, it's the Xbox One X, the PS4 Pro. They're not 
marketing it as the next generation of consoles um yeah they're like latest remake they're like these are better versions to bring them more in line with pc computing um you know at a more affordable price but they're not the way that 360 and ps4 were advertised like this is going to blow your mind the graphics the capabilities and so on it's just the same overall feeling you know is at least in my opinion different and don't get me wrong like those upgrades are super awesome but they're not they're not marketing the same way they seem to be like be pivoting at least for now until they can work in vr and stuff i guess so i mean i was a i was a console player for a while but i've definitely pivoted away from them and strictly i think i moved that i made the jump to pc in like 2011 2012 if you have the means to do so, um, there's no reason not to, especially today, because even if your excuse is like, I like controllers, as long as you're not playing overly competitive games, the majority of the games, you can plug in a controller and off to the races for, for everything. So it's like, you can even stream it to your TV any way you want with multiple think- services there too. I think the holy grail, if you got the means, is going to be like a Sony console for those Sony first-party titles because Sony has always had the best exclusives. Uh, And then a PC and then a Nintendo console for those Nintendo games. I would agree only in that the the PS4 is really holding tightly to those exclusives. Otherwise, you know, it's, I don't know, it's generic just like Xbox. That's what I'm saying. You got to get those... nothing really exciting. And we were talking about the other day too, the how like they should just bring Halo to PC at this point, especially with Microsoft's strategy of play anywhere. Yeah. And um, you know, obviously they're not going to do that because that's the one IP uh, that they really use Xbox to leverage their console sales. I mean, I think uh, PlayStation's pretty good at managing the exclusives, though. I mean, especially even stuff like Final Fantasy that came out a year before it did on PC. Over a year. Uh, God of War just came out. There was Persona 5. There's a lot of pretty good exclusives out there. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to argue that PlayStation isn't, like, crushing it in the exclusive department. They have been for the past, like, three years. If you look at, like, Horizon Zero Dawn last year. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. But so is Nintendo, though, when they actually release something, and then they also release something that, you know, is different than everything else, too. I mean, I I, I feel like this is going to let it shine out, but you guys know I'm a, I'm a known Nintendo fanboy. So, like, I can't I can't not agree with that, that Nintendo makes the greatest games of all time, and no I one will ever touch I feel like that wasn't what his statement was, but okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, I just, I'll just take any moment I can to say that Nintendo yeah. is the greatest company ever made mm-hmm. ever uh but i mean i would agree with you that when the nintendo puts out a first party game it typically drives their their consoles when you think about like super mario 64 and then like super mario sunshine super mario i would venture to say i mean they, they're the origin story for gaming right so like their exclusives atari would like a word with you they're like what'd you say i said atari would like a word with you I, I get that, but worldwide, no matter how little you know about video games, I feel like everyone knows about Mario, just like everyone knows about Michael Jordan, even if they never followed basketball. 
You know what I mean? Like nobody knows about Horizon Zero Dawn, even though it's a great game, or The Last of Us. Like you can ask just about anyone. They're like, oh yeah, I know Mario. Like that in and of itself is pretty crazy. It's almost like Nintendo makes the best games of all time, and everyone knows it. All right, I think I'm I'm feeding into the, <laughs> this monster <laughs> too much. Along. <laughs> can hear the brainwashing from here. Um, you guys should drink the Kool-Aid. It's delicious. I will when they give me a bundle deal cheaper than the current price of the console. We'll see at we'll E3. How it's about, never going to be yeah. cheaper than the console, though. How about this one, guys? Elite Dangerous. Has you guys ever played this or at least know about it? Oh, yeah. We played it for yeah, one. we played it for a little bit. <laughs> Player spends a month drawing the game's logo in space. So... They have a screenshot on this article here where it basically pulls up the whole map and um, and it's oh, just like... Oh, by doing the jumps, right? Yeah, it maps out his jumps and he's drawing the entire logo in space. He made 6,500 jumps and traveled 375,000 light years. This is his I... two, 2,000th hour playing Elite Dangerous. I, I can't get behind that. I just can't. <laughs> I, I can get behind a lot when it comes to, to gaming, but it's like... What is happening? Why are you telling me about what? Crohn's disease? <laughs> I feel like that's our that's our ad roll for the, the show. Um, get some Crohn's disease medicine here. Nobody Maybe has he that. gets some money for fun. that now. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, anyways... I think that uh, if you're doing that in a game that has a whole universe to explore, maybe explore a different game that's designed for creation. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I wonder if we can get some erectile dysfunction ads. They probably pay a lot. Is there a particular reason why? Oh, because they pay a lot? Okay. He, wants, he wants a discount. He's looking for that sweet, sweet sales deal. Trial offer. Should I Google this? Maybe see. We can sign up. How much money do advertisers? This is, uh, this is stupid. This is terrible, terrible content. Erectile dysfunction. This is terrible content. I'm a little confused. Anyways, why so I, invested in I, this? I would tell you, like, like there's some people that like spend a lot of time, but I can, I can kind of get behind like spending a large chunk of your time doing that. Like, uh, I had a roommate for oh geez we were roommates for five years wow geez long time yeah uh and we basically like i put all my consoles in the living room we played pretty much every game together and we got into minecraft like super early in its release and we ran a minecraft server out of our apartment for like three and a half years just always running like we just randomly log in like for two or three weeks out of every few months and just like go real real invested in it and we built some really extravagant ridiculous things that you could look at and be like who would spend this amount of time like i think the total map when we printed it out and backed it up it was like a few like twenty thousand blocks wide or something like that and we built like this gigantic sky rail to connect all these creations together and none of this was done in the creative mode. Like we harvested every piece of steel or iron that we laid down for tracks. It was, it was insane. So like I can get behind someone spending a large amount of time on something like this. I think that's different though. So I, I, I can get behind what you just described because you're playing a game that's literally designed to promote creativity and create things. And 
spend large amounts of time doing that sort of thing. Elite Dangerous, from my experience and all the talk I've heard about it among friends, not about <laughs> jumping, <laughs> using space jumps to create a logo. Like it's about space exploration, a real simulator of it. Is there and stuff so you like, can actually like fight in Elite Dangerous? Yeah, oh, like yeah. we I, I played it with this that same roommate that I just talked about. We used to play that game together before the great uh, pirating event with our friend at work. Uh and you can like do all sorts of missions. Like there's three different factions. There's like the the trading faction where you level up by like going and doing trade missions and delivering wow, stuff. That's exciting. Then and there's like a fighting one where you have to go and do like certain missions to like bring in bounties and stuff. Like it, it basically is just like an open-ended game type like that. Yeah, and it, it's for a certain type of you know gamer, and it, to each their own. And no, you know, I can get behind what anyone's interested in. I just don't get spending what did you say two thousand hours creating yeah. a logo in a game that is not designed to do that. But I, again, I guess at its core, gaming is whatever you want it to be. It gets a it gets an article about you on Kotaku. Yeah, and that's probably why it was done. You know. Well, what about you know? Speaking of you know the points of video games while while we play them, what about Far Cry Five now has a shovel gun? Yeah, we talked about this recently. Uh, I think it was in the last thirty minutes of Rob and I playing together. We discovered that you could throw the melee weapons. Like, I had no idea you could do that. I didn't know you we, could do we, that either. Yeah, we'd been playing this game for like seven or eight hours, and we, I was like, hey, do you know if you hold the right trigger you uh, or right click, you can throw your melee weapon? So we discovered that the, the melee weapons had ammo counts, and you could throw them or like break them. So it only makes sense for them to put the melee weapon in a gun, right? It's like a rocket launcher, from what I could tell from paying attention to it. Yeah, was that's... this a meme or something, or came out of nowhere? I don't think it's so much of a meme. I think it's just playing on the fact that Far Cry has never taken itself too seriously. I mean, I it think Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah, I think Far Cry Blood Dragon is the perfect example of Far Cry knowing the exact type of game that it is. Oh, Cube said it's a meme. If it's a meme, and we have video of it, then it's a real thing too. I was throwing my America bat at everything I could, so. My Merca bat. Oh, people started making fun of how fast you can throw shovels. Oh, so course. yeah, it's literally what we were doing. Shovels per second. <laughs> oh man, the internet's awesome. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think that game itself never has never taken itself too seriously. So it's one of those. I think the only game that's in that some same sort of vein that took itself less seriously is uh did you guys ever play just cause yeah yeah for sure open That's up another the, uh, parachute yeah you can do like all sorts of ridiculous stuff like uh like you can use your grappling hook to connect two planes together and make like a plane train it's ridiculous i'm not sure if this is newsworthy like i, I sometimes i question what the hell ign posts up but Here's one from today. Kingdom Come Deliverance's player base has dropped by 95% on Steam. I mean, initially, I was kind of like, what the hell? I was like, really? It's a pretty good game. It was a Kickstarter, but um, 
Like, why even report that for a single-player game without any multiplayer aspects at all? Because it had a big boost at the front, and now no one's playing it. I, yeah, but maybe Slow people day. finished it. Slow news day. Yeah, why why call out a single-player game, I guess, for replayability? I'm looking at Steam right now, and it's trending among friends. So, I don't know. Top trending game. Stupid. Um. Oh, we're getting uh, getting dead air here. Um, someone. someone no, I mean, I was, I was sorry. I was pulling up a link. I, I was sorry. Sorry, I was pulling up a link. What I wanted to talk about is like if we compare, like, uh, Steam stats. So we'll look at games that have like the most people playing them. Yeah. I can argue. I, I can agree that like multiplayer games are the most popular. Like PUBG is obviously at the top, and then Dota 2 and Counter Strike. Check it. Check it out. Rainbow Six Siege is at number four. Uh, I'll nice. Always pimp, always pimp my Rainbow Six. It's all. It's been. It's been getting patched like crazy. But there are some single-player games that are pretty high up there. Like, how is Grand Theft Auto Five? I guess people are playing Grand Theft Auto Online. Is that is that a yeah. on the same? Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially on the PC, there's a huge like RP scene for uh, PC GTA Five. Like people role play as police officers and answer real calls like they've modded it to uh basically be like just rp real world fallout 4 it looks like is the only is the first single player game that i see on the list and that's like it's the the 21st i just counted it and then it goes back to multiplayer black desert online path of exile these are pretty old games skyrim Skyrim. Yeah, but these are like nowhere near the top. Like, of course they're gonna drop off. Wait, where's the one that we were just talking about? Where's uh, sending this game again? Kingdom Come Deliverance Kingdom is not even in this top list. Yeah. Oh, what? But so they have le- they have, they have less people playing than Space Engineers, which no one fucking plays. And World of Tanks Blitz. Oh, Blitz. Love Space Engineers. More people are playing EVGA Precision, Precision. SOC <laughs> than, than that single player game. So I mean, you have to you have to say that it's not doing too hot in terms of player base. I mean, even if your player base is plummeting because it's a single player game, you still have to have people playing it, like because that means there's new people buying the game. Yeah, but Fallout Four, like I mean, that game is probably so cheap right now, so all the poor people picked that up. All right, you don't need to be an elitist. <laughs> well, let me look and see what it is. What? what let's see how, how much it's going for. Fallout for thirty dollars. Never mind. That kind of defeats the purpose of my argument. Unless you're on G2A. I want to vent. Let's see how much about the version is. Facebook. And I don't really want to focus on any of the privacy stuff. I know that that's been beat to a bloody pulp at this point in mainstream media i want to talk about their event specifically oculus go and my opinion on it and my annoyances why are you just talking about it rather yeah, than do you just it? say it just what, what i just we... wanted to i wanted to get your buy-in and see what you guys thought before um i started talking about it so you want our buy-in about this thing we don't know yet? About the topic, okay? Tell us about it first. Okay, I will tell you about it. I will tell everyone about it. Turn my computer off, I'll be right back. (laughs) So, 
Oculus Go is, from what I know, the first foray into a standalone, like, wireless VR system. You're not plugging in your phone for VR, and you're not anchored to a PC. So it's the Vive Pro, okay. Well, Vive Pro is still anchored to a PC. This is a standalone system. Um, I don't know the technical details of how it's going to work, other than they do offer storage options, a 32 gig and a, uh, I believe, 64 for 200 and then 249. Um, but my annoyance with this is I feel like it's ruining the point of VR. And I don't think Facebook gets the idea behind VR. They, they're describing like these real world experiences and it's literally just looking at a TV screen in a 3D world with like other people in the room. And it, it just, I don't get the appeal for anyone who is into it. And it just feels like a waste. Like, that's not what VR was intended to be. Um, I've got more to say on the topic, but yeah. Uh, do you guys agree, disagree? It just, it's not meant to be a, a TV that you put around your head and look at a flat screen TV in your VR. I, I prefer my VR to be the VR chat anime memes. If I can't be Vegeta... As a as a half tall person, I that's all, I don't want to play or Hank Hill. I think I'm not interested. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what VR is. It don't should pretend be to have an immersive. <laughs> I excuse you. An immersive experience about having a full bushy beard. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Oh. But yeah, I, I mean, the, in their little keynote uh, presentation. They advertise Oculus TV, Oculus Rooms, and Oculus Venues. And each and every one of them is staring at a TV with a group of people, staring at a live performance with a group of like animated uh, avatar people. And Oculus Rooms, I guess, is like kind of the coolest concept out of all of them. It's basically like looking at a picture and trying to map out a room of it for like your feed um so like sharing an experience with a picture that was sent to you from a family member like maps out the living room of the picture that they sent that's kind of the most unique thing from it but aside from that it's literally just put on some goggles to look at a tv screen with some some avatars and i can't i don't know i don't get it and i can't see anybody else really getting too excited about that but Maybe I haven't experienced it enough to, to really call it out. I think we're in a weird place with VR because I think it takes a little bit longer for tech to catch up that like can push the hardware. Like on on PCs, I feel like we've been at that limit for a while. Like every new, you know, GPU is like, oh, we can run it at slightly faster frame rate. Nice. Like it's a, but with you know with with VR, it needs to have a pretty significant step forward because then we're. We're like, okay, night. we're on the cusp of like 4K 3D, you know, glasses and then, you know, 8K 3, 3D glasses or so on and so forth. Um, headsets, yeah. rather. Well, and that's tying back to my thoughts on consoles and them not being next gen. They're awesome upgrades. And like, if you hadn't bought a console yet, definitely go out and buy the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X because you're just going to all around have a better experience even if you don't have a 4K TV and so on. Well, I don't but, think there will be a next-gen anymore. 
this well, is it. I, when you say a weird time for VR, I think that's combined with the console and that the next gen for consoles is going to be more closely integrating VR and True. AR experiences. They'll It'll be a bundle type package and hopefully not flop as much as like Kinect did. By the way, I had fun with Kinect, the little that I did play it. Hard pass on that. Did you ever play it? Yeah, I saw like the Just Dance games and like the Fruit Ninja and you stuff said, like that. You said you saw. Did you play? No, yeah, I went to a friend's house and they had one and we played it at like a couple parties. Yeah. Even when I was drunk, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> I, I liked it with all. I played a lot of the workout games. Uh, um, the one that Ubisoft made was pretty good. Yeah, and I think taking controllers out of the equation, like, kind of takes down that wall for people who wouldn't you know um be into games otherwise and that's what makes it good for parties and, and makes it good for interacting with, with other people it's because it makes it easier for people to participate so i liked it in that regard people that wouldn't normally play did i think they also just kind of were scammed everyone because i remember peter molyneux showing off like what the connect could do and it was just such bullshit that never came to fruition don't get me started on that man he was like i remember some tech demo where he like held up a photo to the, like the connect and then like the little character in the game like grabbed the photo like you had just given it to them through the television that man single-handedly like <laughs> he's destroyed i loved fable but my goodness i learned what it was to be let down the <laughs> first time in my life when it comes to somebody like promising the world to me in a video game i don't know how good videos are going to be on a podcast but the only thing i can think of of a connect is that that uh, e3 performance or presentation when they're showing off the connect and he was like you ever wonder what the bottom of an avatar's shoe looks like yeah, yeah. Damn, it. there it is, and he does it, and like the avatar like freaks out, and all his limbs like break <laughs> off. That's all I can think of as the connect. Like, what a joke that it was. They have been some awkward E3. Oh, comments. for sure. Oh, like, like, like Mr. Caffeine with Ubisoft. There's been some good ones. I, I didn't mind Connect too much, but I was I hope I wish that it became the standard like moving forward with PlayStation and Xbox, but it kind of became this premium device still. I'm like, why does this thing cost so much money? And Microsoft kept making the same mistakes with, with uh, starting with Connect. They're like, you can only get a 360 with the Connect, and then people are upset about that. So like, all right, we'll do a standalone Xbox, and everyone just started buying those. I just, I don't know. I Like I said, I, I, I guess I was in the, that, that chunk that Rob was talking about just now of people that that didn't want to be forced into getting a Connect. And from what I saw from using Connect, from both from working at a retailer that sold them, from working at GameStop for so long, like having to be interacting with it and show it off and use it all the time, maybe I was just open to all like the bad parts of it. I just I could never buy into it, and I don't think that gimmicks like that belong in video games. Like for me, video games are meant to be played with controllers. I don't know if there'll ever be a better interface for that until we Except have like for FPSs. Mind. Yeah, true. Let's let me pause that. First-person shooters are designed to be played with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> oh man, and I have quite That's... a few hours on Final Fantasy with with controller too, but. 
Any, anyone that's ever watched me play a first-person shooter with a controller, Rob, knows how bad I am with them. So, <laughs> yeah. for mouse and keyboard for life. When you can point and click, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I just I don't and I don't know motion controls and VR. I just I can't get behind it. And I, maybe I just like maybe I'm just late to the party. Maybe VR will be super sweet with someday. But to me, it's just a gimmick, just like Connect, just like the Wii motion Ooh, controls. I would say there's more to it than a gimmick at this point. Really, you yeah. feel that way? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I haven't been. I I remember being really interested in getting a VR headset. When it first came out, like there were a couple really cool ideas. Like there was this like pool hall nation game where you could like go and play billiards in a pool hall and throw like darts at people and stuff. And that (laughs) seems super cool to play with friends. But beyond that, like, are there games that actually like work with it really well? Yeah, for sure. I saw Resident Evil had a VR version, and I guess that could work pretty well. Resident Evil is fantastic, although it's pretty. It's a little bit too scary in VR. And those absolutely are not gimmick games. They're like immersive and fun. And even going back, that's what brought up the topic of the Connect. Yeah, they were, they weren't very deep games, but they were still games that you interacted with in a different way. My problem with this Oculus Go announcement is it's like taking a step back. There, it's literally just, oh, put this these goggles on your head and watch a, a screen. Yeah, like they're they're taking gaming out of the equation immersiveness out of the equation aside from putting you in a dark room with other avatars and that's What's that, that just facebook doesn't... facebook just wanted a way to serve you ads on a tv screen yeah, that you that, can't that close your eyes from your <laughs> it's it's basically that that unlike a black mirror what was it 13 million credits or something like that yeah you have to watch the ad i'm gonna find a video too and post it later in here about some uh started as youtubers and i guess they've developed out into other categories but they're i showed grant a while back the the what they're doing with vr is pretty impressive like the collision and then like uh gravity and making it like better than real life and and i think that's another growing pain of, of vr is a lot of games like are wanting the realism there because of the level of immersion but in the same vein this game you know make guns fly to your arm instead of having to bend down and pick them up off the ground you know make it more fun better than real life you'll still have the immersion but you'll feel powerful too i'll uh, i'll post it in chat here in a bit i mean a lot of games do do that gun thing though like yeah the gun flies to your hands but calling um... out this one though was more the like the character detection like they really took their time on it not just being two floating arms that we see in a lot of vr games it was it was very collision based and the way that you held like say an AR, you could hold it one handed, two handed, you could even do that with a pistol. And you were quite literally holding your hands like you would those guns in real life and it was pretty cool. The uh like I I almost think like slightly different though. Like I played a, a VR demo recently, Contagion. It's not out yet, but um it's extremely immersive. The most immersive VR like game I've I've really played so far with the way that they did the controls and it like if you drop a gun like you have to actually bend down and grab it and pick it up. I had some like hard calibration issues when I first played it though. So like I dropped the gun on the floor and then like I was punching like the floor and I couldn't grab down far enough to pick up the gun. So like 
there's stuff like that that's an annoyance, but I really appreciated the immersion, like everything else from like taking items out of your bag and um, the way that you were taking like guns and reloading them. And it was super immersive. I, I, I hope to see that grow more because like I feel like VR is on this cusp of where they're just starting to nail all these little things down. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm i not disagreeing with that, like the no, real no, yeah, immersion. Um, I, what I'm saying is, I think going back to what you said about like the growing pains or this weird time that VR is in, a lot of developers are still trying to figure out um, yeah. what type of game they're going to be, right? Full immersion, full realism or what, and how to work out the system when it's played through VR. Um, and so, there, you know, inherently there's nothing wrong with either or. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely not uh, too far along yet. I'd like to see them start standardizing like the treadmill and stuff. Like I feel like we're not like that far off of even like Ready Player One stuff, you know? I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, tech-wise, I mean, it seem it almost seems feasible. Like we're just waiting for GPUs to get high enough so we can get you know 8K, you know, HD lenses, and I mean, it's pretty it's pretty darn good. Other than that. If you say so, like I said, I'm I'm still kind of of the belief that it's uh it's a little, little bit of a gimmick to me, but I'll I guess I'll wait and see. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be like the next big thing. I think what you're calling a gimmick is what we're describing, though the growing pains of not quite knowing what it is in the space yet, and that's why these big giant corporations like Facebook are like, we do VR too. Look, we have one, and you can watch stuff. <laughs> I um speaking of Ready Player One, there were some I guess maybe that's a topic for another show, but like you said we're close to that. And to me, everyone having like a different ability to to buy stuff or have the treadmills or have the bodysuit right that makes you feel um in the game, like there's some inconsistencies there. Like why would I want, I guess for immersion, but why would I want a disadvantage to feel getting hurt in like a fighting type game when I could not have that suit and ha be at an advantage as a result? Like, did you guys think that at all watching the movie? I thought this suit is a disadvantage if I'm not getting frisky with whatever her name was in the movie <laughs> and um, only an advantage when I'm in those types of situations, like any kind of combat pushes... competitive one. If it pushes your ref your natural reflexes, I think that's a huge advantage over anything. I mean, because, like, sometimes in the games, like, when you're playing super hot, you're not sure if, like, a bullet's hitting you or not. And, like, it, it seems super immersive in VR, but if you had some sort of force feedback, like, it would definitely help out. But, it, so, so to bring it into something real-world practical today, any competitive game that I play... Uh, using a console controller, the first thing I do is turn off vibrate because all that does is distract you when you're playing that game. And that's what? I'm, that's what many pro players do. And that, that was what they were doing on the scene. And that's why I thought I was cool doing it. But I really do think it has a noticeable impact. You can see where you're getting hit on the TV screen, but you're not being jarred and reducing accuracy maybe because your controller is vibrating. It makes you um, panic a little bit. I don't know. Because it's supposed to be immersive. You can disagree. I can no, feel it. You're wrong. I can feel you're you wrong. disagreeing. 
if I'm going for immersion, sure. But if I'm going competitive, I wouldn't wear the suit that he bought, you know, halfway throughout. You don't want to feel the you don't want to feel the TV girl touch your crotch. What what was her name? <laughs> TV girl. Anime girl. TV girl. I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna wait and see if you can remember it. It starts with an A. Eight uh, bit. Artemis. <laughs> yeah, that movie really stuck with you. Sure did. Um, so... I, I enjoyed it personally but we get um i don't want to get into that because i'll go off on a rant I don't feel like yeah. that right now yeah for Boy, another yeah, time 50 minutes into for, the podcast. For, for another time um so free games on twitch if you're a prime member i don't know if you guys saw the link i posted but psychonauts titan souls um oh shit it didn't tell me the other ones there's a whole bunch of them though hold on I'll let you know right now. I feel now. like I got Titan Souls a while ago. There is uh, High Hell, whatever the hell that is. Gone Home, that was pretty good. I Hope, I don't know what that is. Cluster Truck, that looked fun. I wanted to play that. I think that's the one we're going to Let me know when I'm going to get some ch Ultimate Chicken Horse. <laughs> Ultimate Chicken Horse. That was the game I was trying to convince you to play with me, but you guys didn't seem too big on it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I do want to play Cluster Truck, though. I saw like a whole bunch of Twitch streamers playing that, and I didn't never played it before. What's it about? Tell me about it. There's a whole bunch of like trucks and you're on a freeway and you have to like jump from truck to truck. Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. I'll install it. Uh, yeah, man. I'll chat about that. I think it's multiplayer too. Interessante. There's a Heroes of the Storm um like loot chest thing too. You're just swimming in content and add-ons if you have twitch prime you are uh, you're trying to get people to subscribe to you on twitch you gotta get that a, twitch uh... prime subscription? <laughs> yeah he's alluding over there you gotta be a prime member of uh 8-bit aftermath too if you guys haven't done that it's 465 dollars a year <laughs> and it gets you exactly what amazon prime gives you right <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, the, the games for Twitch or whatever, their free games are interesting enough, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, they launched, uh, like, uh, the Devil May Cry remake came out, which was, like, $50 for completely for free for Prime users. The, uh, like, trilogy pack thing that just came out recently. Do you think anyone has subscribed to... Amazon Prime just for the free games at this point? Or like some particular piece of content, like a skin for a certain game? Uh, I don't know about I'm this. Sure somebody has, but can you get just like a like a Prime Twitch membership without having to sign up for Amazon Prime? My understanding was that it was bundled. It's like almost deal. the same price, yeah. I think it's like ten dollars a month or something for Twitch Prime. I mean for yeah, Twitch, Twitch regular, Twitch whatever it is. Which is 
For Twitch regularly. Twitch regularly. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. Uh, the Twitch streamer. Twitch. Twitch regularly. I forgot its name. <laughs> Twitch regularly. I'm going to Google that and see what comes up. Whoa, this high hell game looks pretty interesting. What is this? Look like a cell shaded FPS sort of thing. So what do I need to know about it? I don't, it's That's got, all you uh, there's say? a dog and there's uh <laughs> the dogs also have guns it looks like and there's a robot with a laser. Well, you had me at robot with laser, even though it was the last thing. Um Hey, uh, this is a sore subject, uh, and I know because we chatted briefly about it before the stream. How much time do we have here? Because I feel like we're going to go off on this a little bit. Oh, no, that's fine. Bring it on. Destiny 2. Discuss. I love that. Is that all you have to say? They did a fantastic little job on that. I think it has oh. the intensity <laughs> of a video game. <laughs> you can't it. even fake it. You can't even fake it. It had, did you say it has the intensity of a video game? Yes, yes, check his reviews in Steam, and you will not be disappointed, and you'll also be mad at him moving forward and interacting with him. I went through and was just checking out people's reviews, and I found the most random shit from his reviews. Oh, and he has, like, less than a, a, an hour played on it, and he's like, lacks the intensity of a real game. Do not recommend. <laughs> Lacks the intensity and of a real game. that doesn't even mean anything. Um, what does that mean? What game it is. We're going to have to find out for him. He I agree to disagree. <laughs> well, then now's your forum. Open forum. Explain to us what lacks the intensity of a real game means. Um, It's like when it's intense, but it's not intense at the same time. and. <laughs> Just keep saying the same word and call it a day. Yeah, it's, it's you know, intensity. It. It's an intensity situation sort of thing. It's an intensity situation? Is that what you just yeah. said? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? Let's, there, see let's just let's move along here. You know, let's just no... see. I need to I need to find out what this review was for let's see. It looks like he's done a few more great <laughs> reviews. <laughs> I didn't know this was such a hobby of Grant's leading. There it is. Oh, it was for honor. Lacks the intensity of a real game. Oh, Nothing else. Not recommended. I think that has intensity. 1.8 hours. I've changed on my record. opinion. <laughs> well, you need to go and edit your review. <laughs> I uh, I downvoted that review. I haven't downvoted anything else of his, but that was it. Who posted one of my reviews in the chat? Yeah. <laughs> what Walking game was that, Cube? <laughs> Gameplay. <laughs> Gameplay isn't bad, but background looks like a lo like like low res garbage. Also, it seems they decided to hire a toddler to design the UI. <laughs> the street price at five dollars. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was so mad. It looks so bad that game. Like the in, inside of it and the previews look really good. Oh, that's his that's his latest review to date, by the way. Point two hours on record. Really? It's a lot of time. I'm surprised I sent that. <laughs> 
Whatever. They're amazing reviews. You wish you had my review abilities. Obviously here, we do. Here it looks like he does have some some decent actual reviews here. Um Kingdom Come Deliverance, we were talking about that earlier. 35 hours on record, only about four hours in, but there's something exceptionally charming about this game. It's very Skyrim-ish, but much lower paced and more like a medieval simulator. I actually really like the save mechanic too, which constantly keeps you on the edge rethinking your choices. I'll update my review when I finish the game, but I definitely recommend this for now. Did you finish the game? I did. I played the hell out of that game. I don't know So why. where's my update? Come on. Yeah, where's my update? I, I live for these reviews. Uh, I'll I'll go back and make sure it says it has the intensity. I, you know what? I like this. I think this can be a recurring segment on this podcast, <laughs> going through your reviews. And I shouldn't have called it out because now I feel like you're going to be thinking every time you review. So you keep doing you, and we may check back to these periodically. Mm, yeah, you can expect some real five yeah, star, look. one star reviews. <laughs> Before well, we forget, you could be you could be sure if it has the intensity or doesn't. I am gonna make sure that there is no. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, he's no slouch, guys. Four hundred twenty-two products in account, twenty-two products reviewed. Four games actually played. <laughs> he's, he's doing it. We can't believe he's actually doing it. About Spy Party, I played Spy Party last week. It's pretty good. Uh, you got a review on that? No. What is what is is that? I'm is that the it has where, intensity though. Is that has the intensity of a real game? Yeah. Uh, is that the one where you have to like be a sniper or a spy or something like yep. that? Yep. Yep. I'm really bad at it. It's fun though. Well, I am not gonna let this die. Destiny two, Destiny the whole IP. Wow. Um. I don't even know where to begin. I was ecstatic for the original Destiny, so much so that I based my console choice and bought a console for the game the same way I treated Halo because of my love for Bungie. But that has fallen down a slippery slope in this development. Wait, they had... Are they not paying us for this? What? They're not no, paying, they're not us, paying for, us for Destiny? Oh, oh. Yeah, the game's garbage. Yeah, it's awful. Oh, Go on. Keep going. We're calling back to, if anyone is still listening at this point, <laughs> made some bogus, half-assed, fake news opinion and review on the game where he said it was great. Rewind, rewind back uh, before we talked about the uh, It's like, it's what you're supposed to do, reviews. you know? Like, you loop things back, and then it's, like, more intelligent that way, and it has much more intensity for your jokes. Oh, my God. Does it lack the intensity of a real joke? Mmm. That's debatable. I, I mean, I get it. I just, it took me a second, and it was okay. It was an okay joke. Uh, a 3 out of 10. Lack the intensity of a real joke. Yeah, definitely lacks the intensity of a real joke. But um, I'm pretty sure you guys did too. Uh, and I'm going to put you on blast. We bought more than the base game. Yes, I bought the, at least the first DLC or whatever the like $80 package was. I think <laughs> the first two uh, DLCs. I bought that Legendary Edition or whatever. Yeah. And I was I was super excited about it. Um, 
and it seems like I am on the subreddit, and it's a community of continuously disappointed people. Bungie is not greedy. doing a good job of listening. Yeah, because of... Uh, I mean, I think even with all three out. of us, it with all three of us still buying the like premium editions, the fact that they like fucked over their entire audience with the, you know, charging a premium for the content to do what matched multiplayer after a month after the game's been out is ridiculous. Oh, you mean you don't enjoy paying for the same game again? Like with the content resold to you? It's disgusting. Like, I don't, there is someone evil running the company at that point. They were at a good point with the original Destiny. Like they had actually listened. Um, but they, it's like they backtracked on so much stuff. Like the excitement of, no matter how infuriating it was, the, the excitement of actually getting loot. Um, yes, they could have developed a better system. So, um, uh, Stefan has a story for that, not doing the, uh, vault of glass raid a thousand times to not get what you want. Um, 56 times we counted. Yeah. You count. I, I just I don't understand with after having formulas out there like World of Warcraft, like what yeah. what the hell can they not replicate Copy. that formula for? Just yeah, blatantly steal it. You're fucking published by Activision. Yeah, get it freaking right. And what did they do? It, it, as far as I understand it, and I, granted I haven't checked back with it in a bit, but I follow the everybody rants and, and subreddits for games, but. It, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of response. And the loot system in that game is if you do a raid, you get the magic balls that you turn in to level up and then get random stuff from there. And it's just, it, yeah, that just kind of takes the excitement out of it because everything is getting balls to turn in your balls. How long, how long has World of Warcraft had loot tables? Like since vanilla, since it first yeah. came out? Yeah. Why can I not roll for loot when I'm doing a raid? Like I am like the, the, you pivoted well, perfectly into that story of me doing the vault of glass fifty six times to get this goddamn Galahorn, and some of my friends had the Galahorn like multiple times on multiple characters, and I couldn't even get it once. And then I finally got it, and then two weeks later, Zer was selling it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, Man, and that triggered me so hard. I, I don't mind the rarity of the loot chops, though, as much I as I, I mind the like light level aspect of the weapons. Like, that's why can't annoying. why can't you trade? Why can't you trade the loot in the raid before that's you leave? True. There's yeah. absolutely zero reason for that not to be a thing. Yeah, I think the concern has and always will be for them. Uh, trying to keep player base in there but it's they're fighting the wrong battle to to do that how many player how many uh active players does uh destiny have again Who oh, knows? can we check that somewhere yeah how would we check that statistic Google? i don't know while grant's looking it up we need to have we need to be talking while this is happening not acting well, like idiots I can talk like google <laughs> no, you, no you can't we know we know of destiny we player base is gone <laughs> 85 percent that's since january 4th um i i checked back with it but i i haven't played since um a friend of ours bailed in the middle of the raid that we were doing which i was actually enjoying by the way i thought the raid was done pretty well oh yeah that was fun oh yeah, yeah. maybe patrick it, it... will listen to this podcast you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> I mean, he had to do what he had the to do, but that, a baby. I feel like that like defeated all of us, and we're like, we were enjoying this raid, but this is this is how much investment we have to put into it. Well, and, like, 
that was the one that was like double dare the raid, right? Yeah. In his defense, it would have been nicer to have like some way of saving progress or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and that's a system again that's calling out just by talking about the the things that we did enjoy the raid and how they learned a lot from the first one and added a lot of like group dynamics yeah. and platforming. When he left. We were screwed. We could only go in with the guys that we went in with. Yep. Like we couldn't participate and continue on, invite more people and, while yeah. we were in the actual raid. We were still in there, and we couldn't get anybody else in. Like how long? How uh, long has World of Warcraft had that? Like yeah. you can join a raid in progress, like with the raid finder. Yeah, I, I mean, problem. they and should maybe, like. Why? Why do they not learn from their? Like, I understand learning from yourself, but like they must have one person that's played World of Warcraft on their team. Right, like their development. No, no way. No one, no one played World of Warcraft. That was a pretty small game. No one. Like, uh, no, yeah. I don't think so. I had a friend that worked on uh, on Destiny One or Destiny Two, rather, and and I was like, "What the hell is going on there? With like, why can you not just have you know World of Warcraft loot systems on here? Like, yeah. I don't know. I've never played World of Warcraft before. <laughs> I'm like, and not that he has to, but like someone on the team has to play World of Warcraft. I just want to know one person that was sitting in a boardroom and it was like, yes, these loot tables make sense. Got this groundbreaking idea. Loot drops. Whoa. <laughs> What's Whoa, loot? Man. And not only loot drops, but random loot drops that you can't control or trade. You'll have people running these things called clans. Not like <laughs> guilds. They're totally not guilds, guys. They're <laughs> clans. I don't know. I hope, uh, you know, if the the people that are listening to this podcast they fact check some of the things we say and say hey it's been fixed or hey that's inaccurate you guys just weren't doing it right i mean we're still relatively new but we got enough and played enough to do the raid right and we got to that point and it felt like if there was a system in place where we could invite somebody or do the things that we're complaining about it wasn't readily apparent at least not at the time and that doesn't make for a good experience well what will it take to bring you back let's put it that way Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think, I think, I think there's some, I think there's some fundamental problems with that game. Like even when, from playing multiplayer, uh, that multiplayer game, game type, like all of them were pretty much resolved to the fact of, Hey, stand in groups of four, stand down far tunnels and use like high DPS weapons, like the scout rifles and hand cannons and all focus fire enemies. And then once you kill one or two, you push to an area as a group. And then whoever does that better wins. There was no, like, it was all just sticking in packs. There was no variety in the multiplayer. Whereas something like Halo had, like, so many different game types and different ways that you could play the game with groups and ways to attack objectives. That's true. It's weird that they somehow lost everything they learned in Halo. Like, it's one of the best shooter competitive multiplayer games. And how how do you, I don't know. Counter-Strike would like a word with you, but yeah. It is a different game. If you had to call out the top five, Counter-Strike, Halo, um, Quake, like uh, these games would all be up there. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Counter-Strike is probably the biggest, but uh, these are all really iconic games. Think, the point like, is, Counter-Strike they, is these more are the people that made though. Halo. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. 
and you can tell that they have influence coming from elsewhere because of how big they got and how successful they were from Halo that is really negatively affecting them. And it's sad to see because I loved the idea behind this lore-filled you know, universe that was very Halo-like, and it's it seems like it's lost in a lot of ways. There was lore in that game? What was that exactly, game Exactly, that's about? the point. They wanted there to be, but like... The the light, the little light, and the um, you had the speaker of the house and <laughs> the secretary like, of the state. And... Yeah, I I vaguely remember there being like this planet thing that somehow saved us or did something that it was, was important. Stories makes no fucking sense at all. I I don't know. Like I, I can still remember the lore and story of Halo to this day, and I don't have nothing to do. Maybe that yeah. is that. But is that like a like a glory days rose colored lenses? There, am I thinking back to Halo? No, it still has it a really well developed story. No, I, I feel like Multiple I could go back novels. and play the original Halo. Graphics wouldn't have aged well, but and I have and play those campaigns through. Yeah, the anniversary edition's not that old either. They had a real deep story and and universe even though it was linear missions you know relatively open world type maps per level but yeah how can you not have a story in how much destiny and destiny 2 put forward there's so many things i I feel like it could be a whole nother conversation first destiny when the first destiny came out it was uh like I had heard rumors that they had changed like the entire storyline, like very late in development, and like certain characters were meant to be named like different things. And at the end of the day, it just didn't matter because whatever bullshit they pushed out just didn't add up to a storyline, and they didn't think it was important for the type of game it was. I like how they had this whole thing about, hey, we really learned it from the first game, and mm-hmm. we're gonna make the storyline from the second one important, and you're gonna care about these characters. And I have no idea what I did in that game. I remember that I died or something, or I didn't die, uh, or I was going to die. And then it was a I little better. Through. Yeah, I think that uh, the characters were better though. I, I liked, uh, and and that's accredited to you know all the the outstanding voice work that they had in there. Oh, you talking about Nathan Fillion as Cade? Mm-hmm. But that that was a slight improvement, right? Story. I I, I remember it a, a little better the story there was actually a story there and anything is an improvement on the previous the only lore that they had um or any uh, assimilation of a story was in the dlc in the original or on the grimoire cards was where the lore was and i -hmm. haven't dug into those but i have read that people said there's actually really good stuff you can see that like whoever was writing those cards actually cares about the lore of this universe i think but yeah but i think even on the lore cards i don't think it made much sense in destiny one i think destiny two they tried to fix the backstory because I, I don't believe there's even been a destiny novel yet now which is pretty weird for it being bungie in their second game uh, i think that they really should have just taken their what they learned from destiny one and just released the franchise under a new name and actually produced a storyline yeah they they had a lot there because there people were pretty happy with the late expansions in the original Destiny, and they just didn't carry over. What yeah. even were the expansions for Destiny? I don't even think I did any of them. I think oh, I remember the raid of Crota, the Crota raid. I remember the Crota raid. I don't think I ever did the Taken King raid. I think that's the only thing I didn't do in the original Destiny. 
so do you guys want to hear the roadmap that they have published or do you not care? For Destiny, they, they're yeah. still putting out content for that piece of trash? I don't think there's anything <laughs> I can care about. I'm going to check back with it just for the sake of the money that I put into it. I'm going to have to. I'm going to hope to check back and it gets better. Uh, I'm reviewing it to see if it's anything worth talking about right now. I just... Yeah, I mean, it seems more of the same. Yeah, it seems like they don't understand why their game's falling apart. Yeah, Destiny 2 post-launch content. They have three different categories. Expansions, content that is purchased. This is going to give you new campaign, new destination, new destination rewards, new raid, new crucible maps, new legendary and exotic gear. Seasons, content that is available to all Destiny 2 players, which mentions nothing about what everyone would want, the new stuff, right? It's just additional activities and mainly PvP stuff. And then the Eververse, the electively purchased stuff. And that they're pushing all of this stuff equally. And that's what I was talking about, I mean, going to all the different places. Like, you're just turning in coins, you're turning in this, and something pops out of a vending machine. And it, like, it takes the excitement that you felt in loot-based games out of the equation entirely of getting it in the moment. And like, I earned that. My frustration with Destiny, though, is there's no way for you to play, like, yourself at a certain point. Like, in World of Warcraft, you can very much, like, they evolved the game where you can really be a solo player and you can still experience all the raid content pretty easily. And, like, like they raid raids can be an easier tier if you do, like, the auto group find one so you don't get as good a loot, but you can still get that sort of loot. Like, you, you get a taste of everything and it's very satisfying and you still have a chance to get like ultra powerful gear in these like easy raids but in and also on top of that like you only pay for a wow expansion once every couple years and like destiny you're like they seem to be pushing those on you every few months and it's like it's too much to be have to keep spending money on it i don't know i don't know like i said i'm I'm so far removed i'm so far removed from that game at this point like i've given up so much you don't want to find out what happens with the traveler and the speaker <laughs> of the house, and he's got the light and the you know you want to save the light because the light means that the little There's ball a lot can of glow. Good stuff. And yeah, and you know it's all sorts of things that that light does. Yeah, I'll I'll check back with it a while from now, and I'll probably try and force at least one of you to join me. It would have to be really compelling to come back. It's going to be a pass on that for me. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you, you just said you were going to be the one yeah, pushing no, it. Yeah, no, I was just... I was that's, just a, that's a meme. Demon. That's a meme, man. Come on. Randy. Randy's a meme. <laughs> a meme? American Idol. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said mean, though. At least what it sounded like. Like he's a mean guy? Yeah. Oh, no, he seems very nice. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I call it. I, I don't mind. Never mind. Ooh, Battlefield Ooh. Five could receive a battle royale mode. Report claims. Everyone, everyone else with pass. Yeah. I mean, everyone's doing that. Yeah, everyone's jumping. Welcome on to that. Tw- welcome to 2018. 
Yeah, uh, but all it takes is like a well. I mean, Fortnite's AAA developer, I guess you could say, and they're look at how much they are kicking the shit out of guessed? player unknown of now. Yeah. I just they, every uh, week I keep seeing that drop on the Twitch charts. Uh, player unknown battleground. Have you uh, either of you played the fifty versus fifty in Fortnite yet? Uh, crickets. What? What? I don't. I don't know. What did you? What did you even say? The fifty versus fifty in Fortnite, the new game. Mode. Oh, yeah, I've tried it. Why? Thoughts? I haven't. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's like the the Fortnite's only worth playing for the duos and this and the squads. That's how that game's meant to be played. I didn't play the the shooter game mode or whatever it was called. Shooter test, I think they called it. Where they tested the new like mechanics for the guns. Here we go. I think Player... we've covered a lot. Wait, wait. So Fortnite's at two hundred and forty-two point. I mean, two hundred forty-two nine. Wait, two hundred forty-two thousand. Wait, how do I round this up? Two hundred forty-three. What? 000. Do you what? know how to count? What is happening right now? Are you? <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> Fortnite is All at right. two hundred forty-three thousand viewers. And player unknown is at eighty five thousand. League of Legends is above Player Unknown now. League of Legends is hugely pop- popular. Uh, you know why? It's like four times as old. You know why? Because they know how to release content, unlike Destiny. China. China. You get them. You get them interested in a video game, and they will be the best. And a ton of people will play it. I feel like that's borderline racist, and I don't condone how? these comments How? How in right any now. way? You um, get a a culture. There are there are no. I think it's more that they're a massive market. Yeah, you get them into anything. If you if it's mainstream for them, then they're going to devour it because yeah. they're and they a like math space. and they they play video games what, a lot and... what the who who said anything about math you're the one over here not counting right uh, overwatch is at 27,000 why is that not higher uh not a lot of big people playing it their overwatch league is uh doing okay when they stream that and oh, a lot of pros the are... battle net app uh, they no, they stream through Twitch, but they they have it on the BattleNet app, and a lot of the pros that would get views on the actual match are only on now when the Overwatch League thing is going on. That's... Overwatch is one of those things that like I don't, I don't know, I love it, but I wish I, I don't play it as much as I used to anymore, and I wish I could play it more, but yeah, uh, something something there that just, unless you're playing with all your friends, it just doesn't hold Ooh. value. Destiny 2's got 5,000 viewers. Wow. Let's see what that's like. Probably got like, oh, there's one guy who's streaming with 1,500 viewers. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a... Uh... Not looking very promising. 1.8 million followers, 5,000 viewers. I don't feel like I can articulate what it is for Overwatch. I like 
what they're trying to do and change up the competitive scene. But there's something that like just doesn't click for me when I play it, even though I try and play it. All right, and Cube, are you talking about Overwatch? Oh, Cube's talking? Hang on. Um, Import yeah. It's important to re it's important to read the chat so people yeah. that are... Uh... Um, I was looking for topics to talk about. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah, I think the, the difficulty there is with a game that they're like treading such a fine line for balancing, like any new hero that they have to add is risky business and everyone thinks that it's overpowered to start. So I, I wish they would come out more frequently, but I definitely understand the hero's not. Um, but yeah, the actual content, like they've been trying to release some single player content. Like the latest thing is the Retribution. I actually enjoyed that a lot. It's like just a mission-based escape game. And if they pump out more content like that, I think it would bring more people back to the game because it's pretty fun to play. And you don't feel useless because you're playing against computer and not like super ultra competitive raging people in uh, the competitive mode. But yeah, I do agree. Content has to be a continuous thing in modern games. Yep. Or else it's going to just start lacking the intensity and then you don't oh even know where gosh. you're at after that. I'm done with you. Yeah, on that on that note. This is where we're ending. This is where we're ending. Okay. This podcast lacks the intensity of a real podcast. <gasps> you take that back, you son of a yeah, bitch. I can't take it back until somebody disagrees with me. So I only screened one song, so I have to play the same song that we listened to for the intro on the outro. I should probably mix that up for next time, but... We're learning. We're learning here at the 8-Bit Aftermath Factory. I mean, and hey... You could just play it in reverse. Oh, that would be a good idea. I don't have a button for that, though. <laughs> Wait, that's not on your uh, stream deck? Play everything in reverse? No, not on the computer I use for the music and stuff. On the other computer, though, it's got a reverse. Yeah, he's got just it talk ready in to reverse, go. Like Twin Peaks. Why don't you just turn your ears, like your headphones, around so that the left ear's on the right ear and then play it? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. All right, let's kick off that same intro music for the outro. All right. Goodbye, everyone. This is us signing off, and thanks for joining us. I doubt anyone is going to listen to this podcast through to uh, one hour and 22 minutes, but if you <laughs> oh, stuck with us this far. Dang. Tune in next time where we save the world. Yeah, if you guys got any ideas too, come into Discord and post them in the chat and we'll see them eventually. And if, you, if it's a really good topic, then you, you could save the podcast. Okay, that was like my last word. So. That, thanks, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.